USA Wealth Group Inc. presents Money Wise with the Money Guys. Ray Lance and Pete Lance are your hosts for the next hour, talking retirement topics and having the retirement conversation for those at or nearing retirement. For more than 20 years, USA Wealth Group has been committed to helping families protect and grow their wealth. The conversation starts now. Welcome to Money Wise Radio. Good Sunday morning, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Money Wise, brought to you by USA Wealth Group on Sunday mornings at this hour. Thank you so much for being with us. My name is Ray Lance, and sitting across the table from me uh, is my number one son, actually my only son, Peter Lance, president of USA Wealth Group. Good morning, Pete. Good morning. The joke is getting old. It's very old, actually. Oh, well, I noticed that you shaved your upper lip this morning it looks great so you know i I don't normally have a mustache but thank you i have to say pete i think you're a pretty good looking guy and i think i would like to see what it would look like with without the face hair for once and just see what try it for a weekend see what it looks like i've been told i look very much like you which is why i grow the facial hair (laughs) oh i see okay well i guess one good turn deserves another right as they say Well, today we're going to be talking about, is this a good time to review your financial position? And the answer is yes. When's the best time to review your financial position, Pete? Anytime. Anytime. Every time. Yep. Right answer. Always. We did not prepare for that. How about your physical plan? Anytime. Do you you think people make plans and goals at the beginning of the year every year? Always. And less than 1% of the people keep it for, I think, more than a month. So I still go to the gym every single day. Um, I usually only miss one day a week, if that. And lately, I'm sort of happy and proud of the people that are there still, but annoyed as hell with them also <laughs> because I can't even find because it's crowded a machine to use, and you know everybody's hogging all the dumbbells and the weight machines and the Nautilus machine, not the Nautilus, the um, elliptical and treadmill machines you can't even find a machine to use but at least you're in there doing it and that's really important so um you know we've got a lot of things in common uh pete and i um actually i was here first so i guess you have a lot in common with me right yes and again me trying to grow some (laughs) facial hair isn't necessarily because i don't want to look like you because i think you look damn good for your age i just don't want to look like you well (laughs) i don't want to look like you because (laughs) I don't want my wife to say, gee, you look a lot like your father every day of the week. (laughs) Well, that's true. All right. Well, we'll move on from there. But, you know, we are doing something similar right now. Um, We're reading the same book at the same time, which is, I think it's a first for us. We've never done that before that I can remember. So I'm reading this book and you're reading this book called Be Useful, Seven Tools for Life, written by Arnold Schwarzenegger. And I have to confess, um, I ordered this on Amazon and it came, and I didn't recall that I had ordered it in large print. Maybe I couldn't see the small print when I ordered it and I got the large <laughs> print version. But the large print version is actually pretty good. So I think maybe going forward, I'm gonna look for books that are in large print. And my version of it is very small. And I guess it's a, the print is okay. It's not a very heavy, lengthy book anyways. It's a fairly short read. And some of the stuff is, you know, sort of common sense, but I like the story so far. I like the way that he presents things. Hmm. I like it more than I thought that I would. Uh, At first, when I started to read it, I wasn't sure I was going to like the book, but I have to confess I like it very much. Well, I've got some quotes from Arnold Schwarzenegger this morning because I thought it would be appropriate since I'm reading this book. And I like this one the best of all. So you just mentioned that you're still going to the gym, which is great. I'm hoping to get back to the gym. I got a few things... Uh, on my time schedule, I want to get scored away. Arnold uh, Schwarzenegger once said, it's simple. If it jiggles, it's fat. (laughs) That's pretty basic, isn't it? I guess so. (laughs) But I like that. He's actually a really interesting man. I watched his documentary on Netflix, I think it was, I don't know, three or four months ago at least. And a lot of what's in that documentary is in the book as well, so you don't need to necessarily do both. But... um, he really worked hard to get to where he got to and 
terms of being the champion of the world as a bodybuilder and then as a movie star everybody laughed in his face and told him that you know if he wanted to be an actor he wouldn't be anything other than like an extra or you know somebody not really as a leading man but he did it and he just continued to just work hard and and prove everybody wrong and himself right so if it were not for the fact that he was not born in the united states he might be president today who knows or might be running for president. Yeah, could be. But in any event, he was a hard worker. He is a hard worker. Another thing he said is, just remember, you can't climb the ladder of success with your hands in your pockets. Good quotation, right? Yep. Well, let's talk about some ideas dealing with, is it time to review your financial position? The answer is yes. It's always a good time. It's always an important time. But most people don't do it. Most people don't set financial goals. Most people don't do a budget. Most people don't have a plan. No, That's what takes, we're here for. It only takes 21 days of constantly doing something every single day to get out of a habit or get into a new one. So even though we're you know well into the new year now and we did a New Year's resolution show, um, studies have shown that people who just create a New Year's resolution you know, on New Year's Day and that's it, don't really stick with it. So. There's really no wrong time of year to start a new resolution. Right. And instead of just resolutions, let's talk about habits. If you want to create a new habit, it takes the 21 days too, doesn't it? Yep. Then it becomes a habit. It becomes more ingrained. Whether it's quitting smoking, it really only takes 21 days before it's really out of your system and out of your mind effectively, and then it's just up to you to continue it. Um, or starting a new habit like saving money every day or doing you know exercise every day Mm. it's 21 days and and that's really the three weeks it's it's not a lot of time no it isn't well saving money is really a good one um i i will tell you and i've mentioned this before that the people i find who come to see me who have been the most successful with savings and investing are the people that started early and did it consistently every single week they put something aside for savings i think my middle child is going to be really good about that i think that he's he's already saved up quite a bit of money and uh, he's only 17 and as soon as he's 18 i'm going to open up an ira and a roth ira for him and um, it's interesting I, i had a phone call the other day from a kid who i coached baseball and I loved him. I, he was one of my favorite players of all time because he loved the game, was eager to always try to do better, and he was always the kid who said, what can I help you know you with, coach? And so he really looked up to me, I guess, and I didn't realize that until many years later, his parents and he both told me years later how much he respected me and, and loved me as a coach. He reached out to me just the other day and said, I'm spending some money foolishly and I really want to start investing. What do I do? Nice. And I said, I normally don't you know, take on somebody unless they have a certain amount of money in their um, portfolio already. I'll make an exception for you because it's you. And so um, he said, well, what do I do? And I said, why don't you come in and I'll have you open up an IRA and a Roth IRA. And he said, well, don't you have to be 18 to do that? And I said, you're not 18 yet? And he said, no. He said, I'll be 18 this summer. I said, see me this summer. <laughs> I thought he was already 18. But that's really important that, you know, somebody thinks enough of you and looks up to you to do that. I had an interesting little commentary last night. I had sent a text to somebody uh, recently in the month of January. Um, I had COVID, even though I had all my shots and boosters and everything else. And uh, I had to go to this large conference, a tax conference, and somebody sitting right next to me was coughing for one whole day, and then the following day, I came down with it and got sick. But um, so I had written a message to um, uh, this young man. He used to work uh, part time for us, and I had given him some advice. I actually had given him a quotation from some uh, English uh, class that I had taken, and told him that. And I, I'm not going to repeat it, so I don't want to embarrass him or use his name, obviously. But he said, sorry to hear about you about with the virus, blah, blah, blah. And then he said, your words meant a lot, maybe more than you realize. So when we give advice to people, when we help people, it means a lot to people, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. And he really kind of looks up to you as a father figure, for sure, as 
in terms of advice and yep and uh i know who you're talking about he sends me some nice text messages from time to time as well yep he's a great guy um and um he has a lovely girlfriend and maybe they'll get married at some point which is what i was talking to him about well in any event let's come back to um when is the best time to review your financial position absolutely now what are you spending uh january is a great time to collect your annual reports or your reports from your credit cards especially and take a look and see how much you've paid out in interest this past year um, you're going to get your 1099s or your w-2s from work if you're working or have investment income perhaps you need to start getting stuff together for preparing your tax returns so it's the time when you start looking at financial things anyways um, you're going to see your what your last pay stub was for the year what your w-2 was for the year and basically it shows you what your after-tax income is and then you can figure out what you're spending i found that text so it's the same guy i know exactly who you're talking about and he said way back in june you're one of my favorite people ever you've helped influence me in ways you'll never be aware of yeah that means a lot doesn't it yeah well um i mean there's the old expression that advice is cheap you can give advice and recommendations but if nobody is ready to act then it's just information i guess but one of the things that we focus on all the time is to sell, tell people, do a budget. This is a great time of year to do a budget. You can see what your income was for the prior year. You can take a look and evaluate what your expenses are. Maybe you're collecting tax data. Uh, we're happy to provide anybody and everybody who contacts our office with a budget form. It's, you've got to start with that, and we talk about it, you know, sort of ad nauseum, but you really have to start with a budget to understand what it is that you're dealing with you know do you have a shortfall where's the money going to come if you have a shortfall we can help you invest smartly um, to hopefully make up for that shortfall um, you know or do you have a surplus and can you invest that extra money or are you spending that extra money stupidly well this is the perfect time of year to figure out what are you spending on a monthly and annual basis then you can figure out where your money is going every month uh, we have an unusual time right now because we've had a lot going on in our economy with inflation. Inflation is a little bit un under control, but you're still going to spend close in retirement to what you've been spending while you're working. They say maybe 80%, don't count on it. So we're going to take a break and come back. We're going to talk more about your investments and Social Security and a few other things. Please stay tuned. We'll be right back. You're listening to Money Wise with the Money Guys, hosted by Ray Lance and Pete Lance. If you have questions about retirement, call today, 508-998-8858. That's 508-998-8858 for a consultation or a second opinion on your current retirement plan. 508-998-8858. And now, Back to Money Wise with the Money Guys. Welcome back to Money Wise, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to our show that we do every Sunday morning. We're here to try to educate and teach and explain and basically help. We're grateful for all of you. And, you know, one of the things I read about occasionally, Pete, is gratitude. Do you ever do any reading on the subject of gratitude? Uh, I have and you know the power of positive thinking and um, it's interesting that you say that I don't journal but I have a little journal just to log what I eat and drink and the exercise and everything else for well, that's good tracking and part of that is I write down three little things every day that I'm grateful for and I call them the gratitudes good that's a really good thing to do I did a little research on the subject and um, as you may know, ladies and gentlemen, we always do research on the subjects that we talk about on the radio. This is a quotation by John F. Kennedy. As we express our gratitude, we must never forget that the highest appreciation is not to utter words, but to live by them. Well, that's true. I mean, you used to always tell me, show me, don't tell me. You used to always say that. I did? I don't remember that. Yep. Well, memory loss is also helpful sometimes. <laughs> 
Let's come back and talk about, uh, I want to say just one more thing about budget. It's a little trickier doing budgeting today because of inflation. Costs are higher. Cost of living is higher today. Inflation, at least, is back under control quite a lot. But the second thing you need to do is to check your investments. So it's not enough just simply to say, all right, here's my budget. Here's the income I have coming in. Uh, here's my expenses. This is what I need to live on. This is what I can put aside for savings or investment. Well, that's exactly right. And, you know, the, the whole premise of this show and the, and the topic for today pretty much stems from one article from the New York Times at the end of um, January this year. And it says the time to review your financial position is now. So you're talking about a full month after you know New Year's, and just like we spoke about in the first segment, there's no right or wrong time to start doing something and planning something. It's when it's right for you, but you should get off the pot and you know get going with it and mm. start stop sitting around and, and waiting to you know have something happen and waiting for a plan to fall into place. It's not going to happen. Right. So this article is called. And again, you would think that this article would have come out at the end of the year like it's a New Year's resolution thing, but even the New York Times is telling you there's no bad time of year to start it. No. Nope. name of the article is The Time to Review Your Financial Position is Now. And the category is retiring. Yep, and it talks about assessing where things stand. We're going to get into more of the details of each one of these, but assessing where things stand, what are you spending, check your investments, that's what we're on right now. Social Security and Medicare, what's your tax situation, your insurance needs, your estate planning, and is your plan really a plan? You know, I, I really have to say I'm enjoying reading this book called Be Useful, Seven Tools for Life by Arnold Schwarzenegger. And he really was a very plain-spoken guy, wasn't he? Or is a very plain-spoken guy. He's still with us. Yeah, it doesn't really mince words. No. This is a quotation from Arnold. He said, Milk is for babies. When you grow up, you have to drink beer. I don't see him as much of a beer drinker. No, but I guess it's the Austrian mentality. <laughs> so the next thing on our list to take a look at is check your investments. Where is your money? If you have savings, if you have retirement accounts, is it in a 401k or a 403b account, a retirement account, a 457 perhaps? Um, well, a lot of people talk about diversification. Are you really diversified? Or, you know, I see a lot of portfolios that have different funds, different ETFs, but all with the same, um, you know, portfolio management company. And that can lead to what's called groupthink. So even if there's one fund that, you know, is maybe more blue chip, um, maybe there's another fund that's a little bit slightly more aggressive or whatever, it's all in all, if it's all the same managing company, there's a lot of what's called groupthink and you're not maybe as diversified as you think. Uh, we talk about from time to time having us do a Morningstar analysis. We do that for each and every one of our clients, uh, if they have any kind of um, assets in the stock market at all. Um, and then we are now doing what's called a nitrogen report. Um, that is similar to a Morningstar, uh, but breaks it down even further. And um, we also use software called Retirement Analyzer that can go into even more detail and show you even more reports. So we do a lot of different reporting. We have a lot of different software in order to really show people how diversified or not diversified they really are, show them a stress test, show them you know what their true risk score is. And we always use the S&P 500 as the benchmark for that. And people are almost always, 95% of the time, surprised that they are either more conservative and usually the opposite, much more aggressive than they realize that they were with their holdings. Well. When I'm thinking about when I'm thinking about 401ks and 457s and 403b plans that people might have is, I wonder how many people listening have those kinds of retirement accounts because they're still working, and yet they don't really have a clue about what's the money being invested in. How is it being invested? They get a report once a month. They take a look at it, and maybe they don't have a lot of control over it either because it's being dictated by some outside third-party investment uh, management company that. Well, this is what our company uses. They use this particular company, so they work with them. There's very few people that I ever sit down with who really have a true understanding about what holdings they have, 
um, how they're doing, um, the fees, and um, it's really the vast majority of people just don't know. And um, can you help those people? Always. Can you sit down and take a look at their reports? I can always, always help and at least give some type of advice, even if they don't end up working with us, which is not that common, but it does happen from time to time. There's always something we can do to assist. One of the things that's really amazing is so many people are underperforming the S&P 500 and yet their risk score, in other words, their stress test, the amount that they would stand to lose if we had another you know, financial crisis like the um, housing market burst. Okay, so how do you find they're out? They're actually they're... underperforming and that, the, that yet they actually have more at risk than they realize as well. And how do you determine that? How do you find out what their risk score is? What do you do to figure that out? Those software programs I just told you about, the Morningstar okay. Analysis, the Nitrogen Report, Retirement Analyzer, they all, um, are very useful tools. So I have to give you another Arnold quote because some of his quotes are funny. Arnold Schwarzenegger said, I saw a woman wearing a sweatshirt with guess on it. And I said, thyroid problem? <laughs> I thought you were going to say something like 250. I don't know, like just being really even more rude. <laughs> well, it was just funny. You know, a typical of his blunt quotations. I can picture him. You have to like that style, I guess. But uh, for today, some of that stuff is funny. Um, well, check your investments. If you don't know what you're invested in, then how can you make any improvements or how can you protect yourself? If there's a downturn in the market, we happen to have a, a record high Dow Jones um, average going on right now. We happen to have a record high. Um, what am I trying to think of? S&P? S&P, yeah, thank you. S&P 500 is at an all-time record high. Uh, but we've also had some other records that haven't been very helpful lately. We've had you know, record uh, downturns in the economy that we have to be concerned. Biggest stock market crashes in history. Uh, there's a whole list of them put out by a company called Bankrate.com. Everybody has heard about the Great Depression in 1933. But uh, in 2008, we had one of our largest stock market downturns, crashes, if you will, ever. Well, and the biggest thing with the markets is it's time in the markets, not timing the markets. And it's proven 100% historically that trying to time the markets and put money into certain investments and take it out at certain times um, is going to do you very poorly overall and it's just having the money in the market and just letting it sit there and sort of ride it out is the best approach and the best strategy. There's a quote right from this article I spoke about earlier. Um, this is from a Mr. Dandy who says, people want to make adjustments until we have a major market correction, which is the worst time to make a change. It's okay when you're 30, but when you're 70, that's a challenge. So. Um, Typically, if you have a big market loss, you will have that caught back up again. It just you know, can take up to 10 years or maybe even longer depending on what your holdings are. So if you're older and you know, you're not invested in, in a wise way and in a diversified way, you have the potential to have some fairly heavy losses and yet you may not have the time to make up just to get back to where you were. So, Never mind have any further growth. So let's talk practical for a second. If somebody wants to have their investment portfolio or their mutual fund looked at by you, what should they do? Just give us a call. Send us an email. It's such an interesting you know, time. 508-998-8858. I have people um, sending me their portfolios. Um, you know, in screenshots that they send to me via text message, uh, have them send it to me, um, you know, through Facebook Messenger, via email. They'll drop off copies and we'll, and, or they'll drop off the originals and we'll make copies and give them right back to them. So there's so many different ways that they can, you know, get the information to me. Um, some people are not very computer savvy and so they don't really know and they don't have a more recent statement for some reason or another. So they'll come in and they'll sit side by side with me and 
will look at the holdings together. So there's many different ways that you can do this, but it's absolutely worthwhile to take a look so you really know what where you are. So if somebody wants to do that and calls you, makes an appointment, and comes in, is there a charge for that meeting? No, no. Okay. Charge. Well, then people should be encouraged to do that, obviously. You need to know where you are. We've had stock market crashes. Um, in 1987 and 2008, the market dropped 3,000 points on over a weekend, um, the Dow Jones did, and if the government hadn't stepped in and bailed everything out, it would have been, you know, worldwide collapse, global financial crisis. So we will be uh, talking about this a little bit more. I'm going to give you one more quotation as we take this break from Arnold. I'll be back. This is Money Wise Radio with Ray and Pete Lance, powered by the USA Wealth Group, helping clients define and plan for their retirement goals. To begin a retirement consultation, call 508-998-8858. That's 508-998-8858. This is Money Wise Radio. So welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, and we're leaving you at the last quarter hour talking about checking your investments and making sure you know what's in your account, in your 401k. And um, I just want to go back briefly to what happened in 2008 and 2009. The market tends to go in cycles, doesn't it, Pete? About every 10 years, you'll have major ups and major downs about every 10 years, roughly eight to 10 years. Uh, we are in a little bit of an odd place now because the average fairly significant major market correction is usually nine years, every nine years. Well, back in 2008, 2009, over one frantic weekend in New York City, the government had to organize uh, selling and rescuing various financial institutions that would have collapsed otherwise, and that included Merrill Lynch and AIG. They had to do major financial moves to bolster those organizations so they would have gone under. This is factual. This is in writing. This comes from bankrate.com. And then from the end of September to early December of that year, the S&P 500 uh, in that year lost between 7 and 8% of its value in a single day. So the economy was much worse than what most people realize. It was the uh, worst experience the U.S. economy has had, worst recession since the Great Depression in 1933. So that's recently. People forget so quickly. Get your portfolio analyzed. Get your investments reviewed. Um, and then let's talk quickly about Social Security for a couple of minutes and Medicare. There are major financial decisions that we all make in life when it comes to Social Security. If you're already on Social Security, just remember there used to be a limitation on how long you could continue to contribute into Social Security. So if you continue to work past a certain age, it didn't bolster your account. Now you could retire, collect Social Security, go back to work, and still contribute to Social Security, and it will increase what you can make. And this is, again, just a synopsis of your financial position, your financial planning. Again, it's, it's sort of stemmed from an article in the New York Times called The Time to Review Your Financial Position is Now. Um, it's never a wrong time to take a look at what your income planning um, needs are, and are you going to have a surplus or a shortfall? When do you need to collect Social Security, or maybe you don't need to? Do you have a pension also that might have an offset, either the windfall elimination provision or the government offset? Um, if you have a pension in Massachusetts, unfortunately, they don't allow you to do what's called double dip. It's really shameful. I think if you've earned it, you should be able to get both um, fully, but um, your Social Security will almost always be reduced if you do have a pension. Um, I have calculators that will show you what your Social Security amount will be if you are going to be collecting a pension. Um, we have software that will do what's called a break-even analysis and show you the total amount of money received by Social Security if you start collecting at age 62 versus you know, 66 versus 70. Um, we always recommend delaying Social Security as long as possible if you do have other 
um, assets to draw down from if you um, need to have you know that shortfall made up uh, because Social Security increases at 8% a year for every year you don't take it. We've done plenty of shows on Social Security over the past 12, 13 years that we've been doing this radio show. We've done one fairly recently, maybe six months ago. You can find it online on our website or on you know Spotify or um, Apple Music. But uh, we always recommend you delay as long as possible, and yet it's proven that the majority of the country takes it at age 62. Yep, more than half. Even though uh, full retirement age for people born 1954 or later is between 66 and 67. So um, really defer and delay as much as possible, but we just don't see that. Well, I think the important thing to mention here also, Pete, is that um, the software that you work with in the office allows you to actually do a very detailed analysis and show when is the break-even year, um, what what do you get if you got collected at age 62 or at your full retirement age. If you were born after 1954, uh, ladies and gentlemen, your full retirement age is between 66 and 67. Right. Maybe you're already collecting, um, but you can also improve on your record if you want to. Um, but we're going to be doing a whole show simply on the subject of Social Security in the near future, and we'll be uh, offering some seminars as well if people want to come in person and get information. But give There's us all call. kinds of different ways that you can collect, yep. and that's the trouble, and you need to be careful. Um, you have a limited amount of time to fix that correction, um, whereas you used to be able to uh, do it if you think that you made a mistake. But, yeah, there's all kinds of different calculators that we can do. And even for people who are, again, not tech savvy, I have helped them set up their online account and actually start their Social Security benefits right here in the office. I've done that quite a bit. Yeah, I've done that as well. So it's, it's an important thing to do. It can be complicated, not everybody understands it. But I think ultimately you have to start out with a, a fairly clear picture, a clear vision of what you want to do uh, financially and what you want to do with your future. If you don't have a clear vision, um, then you're not going to do a plan. But you need to do a plan, and you should, and um, have a vision of what you want your life to be like. Do you want to just get by in retirement? Do you want to have some extra money so you can travel or take some trips once in a while? Um, do you want to help out children or grandchildren? Do you want to help grandchildren with college, for example, college expenses? Is that a goal of yours? That takes money and takes planning if you want to do that. But anyway, um, even Arnold Schwarzenegger says that the happiest and most successful people in the world are those that focus on making choices that will bring clarity to what they want to achieve. That's what we do here. We help bring clarity. Sit down with us. We're going to talk about your budget. We're going to talk about your assets. We're going to talk about your income. We're going to talk about an income plan for you. And we're going to talk about um, what do you see your life like in the next 10 years, 15 years, 20 years? You know, how long do you plan to live? How specifically do you want to help your children um, and grandchildren? Do you wish to protect assets from a nursing home? We'll refer you over to Lance Law, Inc., to attorney Mike Coleman or to attorney Tenny Lance and say, what can you do to protect assets from a nursing home? And more than half of people listening will end up in a nursing home, um, you know, for some type of extended care. And... I can't tell you how many people we get in here who are looking to protect a loved one who's already in the nursing home and to protect the assets. And at that point, it's usually too, there's always something that we can do to assist and give advice, but plan ahead because that's really the best way to, you know, protect those assets from the nursing home. Yep. Or to put it slightly different words, have a definite plan. Don't just say, well, I'm, I'm hoping that I don't run out of money. That's my plan. No, make it specific. We'll help you make it specific. Um, do you like to go for walks, Pete? Um, trail walks. Well, no, it's not true. I like to, I like to walk. Um, yeah, I like to walk around um, my neighborhood, I suppose. Yep. Mostly I like trail walking. Yeah. I think you said, um, was it last weekend, you just took uh, your dog Brewski for a walk down into the village. I did. Nice long walk. So that's nice to do. So when you walk, do you think about other things? You're not just thinking about your dog, obviously. Yeah, we just talked about this the other day. And, you know, the last radio show, 
that the great thinkers in this world have got some of their best thoughts just from going for a walk. Well, the famous composer Beethoven uh, used to take walks and he would carry blank pages of sheet music because he would be thinking of tunes while he was walking and he would actually compose music while he was walking. Um, so, you know, what are your goals? Is it to get in better shape? Is it to live longer? Uh, if you're gonna live longer, you have to have a plan. Maybe it's walking, having some exercise, having some better exercise. So there's a lot of evidence that taking a walk will help you increase your creativity. And um, that's also mentioned by Arnold in his book. We're gonna call this the Arnold Show? Yeah, I guess we could call it the Arnold Show. I'm fairly impressed with his book, um, by the way, and it's called Be Useful, Seven Tools for Life. I like it. I like to read things that I think will give me some positive advice. Um, I think it's important. Well, it's interesting. Again, I, I'm reading the same book as you. It's probably the first time we've ever done that, and it wasn't intentional. I don't think we've ever done that, yeah. But um, I, I find him pretty interesting also. And when he decided that he wanted to become a movie star, again, people laughed at him and said he's never going to get there. And um, he said he really visualizes everything that he wants to do as a goal, and he just sits there and really pictures it and then starts to work towards it. And Creates a plan. When he was a top action star he said I want to do a comedy and people made fun of him and said you're not a comedian you're not a comedic actor you're not going to do that you're going to be laughed off the stage laughed off the screen whatever and he said I want to show my versatility I want to do it and he really was determined and it took forever to get a studio to approve um, the twins movie with uh, Danny DeVito yep and they're supposed to be brothers, and one is like the genetic masterpiece, and the other one's supposed to be the, you know, what was left over, I guess. Poor Danny DeVito. <laughs> and, um, but they pulled it off. You know what movie made the most for him in his entire career? Twins. Twins. Really? <laughs> and so he and Danny DeVito thought so strongly about it, they said, don't pay us anything, we'll take the back end, which means if, this money, if the movie does well, they'll take money on the back end. And that's how they sold their movie. And they made a fortune from doing that, that instead of the studio putting up their money first. Well, um, he's an interesting man, and um, I am enjoying reading this book. But let's come back. We're going to talk, as I said, uh, in the future for an entire show on the subject of just Social Security. It's that complicated. The choices are complicated. And if you make the right choices, you're going to have more money. If you make the wrong choices, you're going to have less money. We're going to show you how to do that and offer you the opportunity to come in and do your own analysis as well. We've also got some great handouts that we can provide folks. There's a funny commercial out now, and it's a national um, type of competitor. So yeah. um, I don't want to say the name, but it shows these uh, this old couple way, way in the future, and they're still working for horrible bosses because they don't have enough money to retire. And it says something like, don't have your future you hate you now hmm. <laughs> well we're going to take one last break and come back and then we're going to wrap up and talk about some tax issues and insurance issues and do you really have a plan so stay tuned we'll be right back this is money wise radio money wise is in many places if you missed a minute of the show or want to listen to past episodes of Money Wise, go online to usawealthgroup.com and click on the radio page. That's usawealthgroup.com. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to The Terminator Show. It's a horrible, horrible Arnold Schwarzenegger invitation. once said, I went from being the Terminator to being the Governator. I like that one. <laughs> Did you like that one, Pete? It's okay. It's okay. I don't know why. I, I get that we're both reading the same book, but I don't know why every single quote and everything has to relate back to Arnold. Oh, but no, these are separate quotes that I researched. <laughs> I'm going to give you some other quotes as well. And uh, so, let, but let's continue. Um, you know, when you do planning, when you do review, it's not just about your budget and your income and what's your surplus, what's your differential, or what is your need. 
It's also about examining your investments that we've already also said, but it's also about your tax situation. So, Peter, what happens on January 1, 2026? Taxes are automatically going up. Okay. We actually have a a handout. That's another handout. You want to talk about your retirement income planning checklist that we're happy to send to you. Uh, We also have a a sheet, I should say, a handout um, that shows what's going to happen with taxes January 1st, 2026. Okay. And that's a good subject because everybody's personal income taxes are going to go up on January 1, 2026. So maybe there's some tax decisions that need to get made right now. For example, what if you have a larger IRA account and maybe you're not going to need to use that money in your retirement? And when you die, it's going to end up going to children, let's say, and they're going to have to take the money out over a 10-year term. Well, that's going to be a real tax burden for them. Maybe what you might want to think about doing is taking your IRA, traditional IRA, and converting it into a Roth IRA. You have to pay taxes on that when you do it, but you're no longer going to have a tax burden for your children. The next two years is the best time to do that because of what we just talked about. An IRA is an IOU to the IRS. So if you're looking to um, you know, convert a, a, an IRA to a Roth IRA, the next two years is the time to do it. Um, I have some clients who I started doing it a couple of years ago and you know, taking only part of their IRA and rolling it over to a Roth so it doesn't have a major tax implication in any one given year. So if you're looking to do that, maybe you want to do some this year and some next year. Mm. So we would like to have, Pete, you become the Arnold Schwarzenegger of financial planning. What do you think about that? No? Is he paying you? No. Do you know him? No, I just wanted to see your reaction. (laughs) Well, in any event, plan for taxes. If you don't plan for taxes and you don't think about them and if you don't ask the question, is are there other things that I can do to save money on taxes? I just had this- You're not gonna know. Vision of your brain and my brain working out mentally and having all these muscles inside of our brain. I don't know why you said that. It just I work <laughs> on my brain every single day. Most people do, unless you're watching television all day long. But taxes are important. You can't do anything today without taxes. Um, look into starting a Roth IRA. You don't get a deduction for it when you put money into a Roth IRA, but you know what? You're not gonna pay taxes on it when it comes out later. Yep. No restrictions. Roth IRAs are fantastic for you and and for your beneficiaries as well. Um, the next thing that we're going to talk about is insurance needs. People fall asleep when they think insurance and they you know start thinking about insurance. Um, it's such a useful tool and it's so underutilized. And it's again it's just like we talked about in the second segment, I believe, where most people who try to do something too late to protect assets from the nursing home are not going to be able to do nearly as much as they could have done if they had started out you know years earlier same thing with insurance again i've mentioned this from time to time i get a text message or a facebook message or a phone call from friends of mine so many times a year saying you know so-and-so isn't doing well, so-and-so's now on life support, so-and-so's going to hospice, so-and-so's going to the nursing home. What can I do about life insurance? They don't even have enough money to um, you know, have a funeral and have burial insurance. And I say, unfortunately, there's really nothing you can do at this point. So plan ahead, even if it's just a simple $25,000 life insurance policy to protect those that you love. Do it now, it's gonna cost less money, it's gonna cause peace of mind. And I, I say it often also, your family's already struggling with your loss. Don't let them also struggle with how to pay for you know, your funeral. So let me say a few quick things about insurance. And I agree with that. Yes, I think everybody should have at least basic insurance sufficient to pay for the cost of their funeral. Why would you want to have somebody go out of pocket from their own account to pay for your funeral when you could do it easily with insurance fairly inexpensively. And I've got a lot of people who say, gee, I don't need insurance, I've got it through work. And you look at the work policy and it's a $5,000 policy. You know, that's not gonna do anything for you or for your loved ones. Yeah, well, I can tell you lots and lots of insurance stories. Um, 
I had one. I had a guy who was a dentist. He was an orthodontist. He did surgeries. Huge income he made. It was over a quarter of a million dollars. He was active in his uh, professional association. He's not from our immediate community. He was up near the Boston area. And um, he had insurance through work for $250,000, which basically covered his salary. And his wife was a stay-at-home mom. He had three kids, all you know, younger than 14 or 15 all, and younger. Nothing to provide for education. They had a very expensive home. And I did some calculations real quickly, and I said, you need at least a $2 million insurance policy or your kids are not going to get covered. Your mortgage won't get paid off. Uh, your kids won't be, uh, have their college paid for if they want to go to school. So he did that. And I've got a lot of really great success stories. I had a gentleman, I've, I've actually told this story before, but it's worth telling it again. I had a gentleman on the vineyard who, who died, and he had been very aggressively buying and selling and fixing up homes on the vineyard, making a lot of money. The market took a collapse. All of his properties were gone. At the time he died, the only thing he had left was a $1 million life insurance policy that I did for him. And his wife was so grateful that that was an asset that she had that she could live on uh, the income from it. So insurance is important. The last thing I'm gonna say quickly about insurance is don't buy insurance just because you wanna necessarily have a really large estate. I think that can be not necessarily a great investment, depends on the, on the type that you invest in. Everybody should have some type of insurance. The majority of the country doesn't have enough insurance. Uh, there's a huge, chunk of the population that doesn't have any insurance but everybody should have uh insurance at least enough to cover any debts and any funeral expenses and there's so many people that don't even have that never mind any more than that which is just a really useful thing for your estate planning well what i started to say pete was that if you've got younger children uh absolutely you want to make sure they're protected and covered in case something happens to you whether you're male or female and your income goes away, how do these kids get supported until they you know, reach a certain age or complete an education if they need to go to college? Not everybody goes to school and college, but if they do, how does that get paid for if you don't have the ability to pay for it? So insurance is a very important thing. Um, you've got insurance on your life, your wife does. Um, you've got a younger daughter, you've got a, you know, a middle child who's still in school, it's necessary, it's important. So plan, um, you know, life is not a dress rehearsal. If you have goals, do something. They're not gonna happen uh, by doing nothing, have a plan. We're here to help you make a plan. We can have you do an income plan, an asset plan, a tax plan, an insurance plan. And we can look at what you you know have in place as a plan to let you know if it's really a, a solid plan. Um, we've mentioned this from time to time. If you have an issue with your health, do you always just take the first diagnosis and you know the first bit of uh, you know uh, feedback from a, your doctor? Or do you go see a specialist, and then do you possibly see another specialist, especially if it's something serious? So you don't just go and, and see one doctor. Um, if you already have a financial plan in place and you're not 100% sure it's you know doing everything that you want it to do for you and your family, then get a second opinion and, and have us take a look at it and make sure that it's, it's okay. So you have to make decisions that, yes, I need to do some certain things. I'd like to improve my situation. I'd like to improve my financial situation. I'd like to better protect my family. If these are important things to you, it doesn't happen unless you take action and actually do something, right? That's right. So um, you have a trust, Pete? I do. I'm gonna give you a quotation, my last quotation from Arnold Schwarzenegger, which I think is a useful one. Everything I have, my career, my success, my family, I owe to America. Yeah, he had nothing. I mean, he was growing up in the early 60s in Austria in a little tiny village, and he just happened to get this American bodybuilder magazine, and that's what started to make him think, gee, 
I could do this and I want to move to America and he had no idea what America really looked like. He just knew that he wanted to get there. Well, it all boils down ultimately to the question of gratitude. Um, are you grateful for your life? Are you grateful for your family? Are you grateful for what you have? Would you like to improve anything? Would you like to protect your family? If these are important goals, if this is your vision for your future or you have a particular vision for your own retirement, it's not going to happen unless you create a plan. So you got to do something. So give uh, Pete or Ray a call at 508-998-8858. We're here to help you. Um, we're grateful to you for being our clients and for being our listeners. And we want to do everything we can to help you. Anything else you'd like to say today, Pete? No, um, other than thanks for putting up with all the Arnold talk. All right, well, we don't have to talk about Arnold again. I'm enjoying reading his book, and we'll continue to do this. Uh, do you know who Jim Harbaugh is? Harbaugh, I can't, I can't pronounce it. I don't name. like the Harbaugh brothers. I don't like either one of them. He's a coach, right? Yes, I like Michigan State, but I don't like Harbaugh. Okay, well, he said, have an attitude of gratitude. And my closing remark today is, have an attitude of planning and protecting your family. Thank you for listening, ladies and gentlemen. We will be with you next week on the radio. USA Wealth Group Incorporated is not affiliated with or endorsed by the U.S. government or any governmental agency. Investment advisory products and services made available through AE Wealth Management LLC, AEWM, a registered investment advisor. Insurance products are offered through the insurance business USA Wealth Group Incorporated. USA Wealth Group Incorporated is also an investment advisory practice that offers products and services through AE Wealth Management LLC, AEWM, a registered investment advisor. AEWM does not offer insurance products. The insurance products offered by USA Wealth Group Incorporated are not subject to investment advisor requirements. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Any references to protection, safety, or lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products, never securities or investments. Insurance guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims paying abilities of the issuing carrier. This radio show is intended for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be used as the sole basis for financial decisions, nor should it be construed as advice designed to meet the particular needs of an individual situation. USA Wealth Group Incorporated is not permitted to offer, and no statement made during this show shall constitute tax or legal advice. Our firm is not affiliated with or endorsed by the U.S. government or any governmental agency. The information and opinions contained herein provided by third parties have been obtained from sources believed to be reliable, but accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed by USA Wealth Group Incorporated. This radio show is a paid placement.